The information provided herein is for training and educational purposes only and is not for solicitation. Investment advisory services offered through Sound Income Strategies, LLC, an SEC-registered investment advisory firm. Johnson Wealth and Income Management and Sound Income Strategies, LLC are not associated entities. Welcome to the Capitalized Life and Retirement Program, brought to you by the Retirement Income Store and Matthew Johnson, owner of Johnson Wealth and Income Management and author of The Capitalized Life. Are you living the life you want? Are you as prepared for retirement as you believe you should be? What are your goals for retirement and how are you going to reach them? In the next 30 minutes of today's program, let's explore the principles necessary to live the capitalized life and the retirement of your dreams. And welcome to this episode of The Capitalized Life and Retirement. I'm your host, Matthew Johnson, president and owner of Johnson Wealth and Income Management. I hope you're having a wonderful day. Today's episode, we're going to be discussing the power of income in retirement. We're going to be talking specifically about the different ways that we can contrive and create income for ourselves outside of just the normal, obvious working for part-time income or full-time income. We're going to be talking about some of the right ways and some of the potentially wrong ways, the things that could potentially hurt us or have some real strong drawbacks. So you're not going to want to miss today's episode. So let's get right into it. First, the power of income. I use that terminology very specifically because when you think about retirement, retirement is a transition in your life. You've retired, you've discontinued working, and now you're kind of on the distribution phase of life. And because you no longer have the paycheck coming in, you've got to determine how you're going to deal with all the expenses that are in your life. And more importantly than that, you know, when a person retires, the first, say, 10 to 15 years are really kind of in the go-go years. And this is the time of your life in which you're going and you're enjoying the things that you can do and the things that you can see. And, you know, for all of us, there's differences. For some people, the idea of the perfect retirement is just taking care of the grandbabies. For others, it's about traveling. For others, it's maybe staying a little closer to home, but, you know, maybe going fishing and maybe playing a little game of golf every once in a while. Those are all really important things to those retirees. And so my question to you is, if you had your opportunity in retirement to do whatever you wanted to do, what would you do? How elaborate would those activities be? Would you be doing them all the time? Would you only be doing them once a year, maybe twice a year? Well, you see, that's what makes retirement so wonderful. Each one of us are individuals. We get to do the things that we want to do. And we find certain things to be extremely important to us, and maybe our next-door neighbor doesn't, but we want to do those things while we have the health and while we have the wealth and while we have the energy. Well, that brings us to the power of income because, you see, my definition of the perfect retirement is having more income than I'll ever need. You see, if I have more income, if you have more income than you'll ever need, then that means that you won't have to ever worry about running out of money. And it means that you're also going to be able to do everything that you want to do, whether it's playing those three games of three rounds of golf every week or potentially traveling to Europe or just spending some time in the beach in Florida. Well, how do you get income? You know, income can be one of those very fleeting things. And, you know, we've worked all of our life to try to save for retirement, but how do we take what we've accumulated and what we've saved and turn it into income? Well, first, let's go ahead and let's talk about some of the ways that could potentially have some real strong drawbacks. 
And probably the most important, or at least the one that has the most drawbacks in my mind, is that of having to liquidate and sell shares to get income. Now, just think about this for just a moment. Let's say that you had the need to get $10,000 from your retirement savings account, and you own mutual funds or index funds or stocks, and you need that $10,000, and the share price is $100 a share. Well, how many shares are you going to have to sell? That's right. If you're quick at math, you're going to have to sell 100 shares at $100 a share to get $10,000. Now, why in the world could this be detrimental? Why could this be a real drawback to you in retirement? Well, let me ask you, does the stock market, do stock mutual funds, do index funds, do stocks and stock shares always go up? Of course not. In fact, they're always going up or going down. There's very few things out there that we know are very consistent and always appreciating in value. So if you're thinking, you know, that really does make sense, or if you have questions about today's discussion, I'm going to encourage you to reach out to me. Call our office at 866-290-3837. My staff will put together some educational materials that I know will be of value to you, and we'll email them to you or we'll mail them if you prefer. If you have questions, we will do our best to answer them for you. Take the first step. Reach out at 866-290-3837. Again, that's 866-290-3837. If you're in a position where you have to sell shares to get income, you're really kind of on the wrong end of the stick because as long as the market's going up, that's okay. You don't have to sell very many shares. But what happens if those share prices now start to decline? What happens if you needed $10,000 now? And instead of those shares being worth, say, $100 a share, what if they're worth $50 a share? Now, how many shares are you going to have to sell? That's right. You're going to now have to sell twice the number of shares. Now you have to sell 200 shares. And so in the eyes of most investors, they don't know any better. They just think that, well, this is the way that you get money from a 401k. This is the way that I get money from my stock portfolio. I sell shares. I get the income. But you see, that might be okay for a time, but as time progresses and as volatility continues to increase within the market, as the market becomes more and more nervous and skittish over all the news and all the manipulation that's taking place with interest rates and the feds, it creates a really strong dynamic of frustration and one of fear because you know that if the market's going down and you're needing income and you have to sell shares to get the income, you now begin to cannibalize your own account. You're selling more and more and more shares. Well, isn't that counterproductive? If you're having to sell more and more shares, you're essentially cannibalizing your own principal. Now, to say it a different way, to say it in a way that you might be able to better understand it, let's just pretend for just a moment that you have 100 acres of farm ground. And let's say, for instance, that you have a bill to pay, you don't have any money in the bank, and let's say that some person walks up to you and they consider themselves to be the best salesman in the world, and they say, you know, we've got the perfect plan. What we'd like you to do is just go ahead and sell an acre of your farm ground every single month to pay your bills. See there? Problem solved. But let me ask you, did it really solve your problem or did it create another problem? It most definitely created another problem because by selling off that acre of farm ground every single month, 
Well, if you live long enough, that 100 acres is probably going to be gone. And then let me ask you, what do you do then? You see, as I work with clients today, as I meet with clients and I do reviews and I listen to their concerns, the number one fear that I hear today is no longer that of dying. What do you think it is? It's running out of money before you run out of life. And you see, the one thing we want to do is we want to preserve and protect our principle as long as we live, for as long as we can. Because if our principle is protected, if our farm ground is protected, well, that means that that farm ground or that principle is going to continue to produce for us, hopefully, year after year after year. So that's just one of the number of ways that you can receive income by selling shares. But I'm pretty certain by now you're going to agree with me that selling shares to get income potentially is not the most ideal way to get income. So what's another way? Well, we've all heard about annuities. And, you know, annuities can be a good thing or they could be a very bad thing. And we've talked about annuities before, especially the different types of annuities. But annuities are very interesting because annuities have a provision that's called the annuitization provision. What it does is it basically says, if you annuitize this annuity, well, all your problems are solved. You're going to get a guaranteed income for either a specific period of time or you'll get an income for the rest of your life. However, with all that good sounding stuff, is there any drawbacks? You bet there is. You see, as with all things, there is something that you have to give up. And one of the things that individuals who annuitize their annuities to get income have to give up is control. They not only give up control, they give up liquidity. So let's just pretend for a moment that you had an annuity and it was worth $100,000 and you decide that you need income. And so they convince you that if you would just simply annuitize, all your problems would be solved. You'd receive this monthly check every month for the rest of your life. Well, what has to happen? Well, essentially what has to happen is you provide or give them your annuity balance, and in return, they give you a check for either a stated period of time or for the rest of your life. But let me ask you this. What happens, for instance, if you need more money? What happens if you had an emergency and you needed to dip into your money? What happens if you needed more income than what you were getting for the check every single month from that annuity contract? Well, in that particular case, they're going to have to tell you that they're so sorry, but when you agree to the annuitization process, you are now giving up the control and the liquidity of that annuity, and that money is now theirs, and all you're entitled to each and every month is the payment. Now, does that sound like a good idea? I suppose if you're trying to avoid Medicaid in the spend-down process, that could be one of the useful tools that you could use. But let me ask you, when you're in retirement and the paycheck has stopped and you're living on a fixed income, if an emergency comes up and you don't have the capital, you don't have the excess cash set aside for an emergency, does annuitization sound like the best plan? Chances are it probably isn't. And this is the reason that so many different clients, once they've understood the annuitization process, they find out that it's just not suitable for them to be able to create an income. Of course, it's guaranteed, and of course, it gives them the peace of mind to know that they could get a check for the rest of their life. But they want to make certain that they only annuitize a small percentage of their net worth, if any at all, because they don't want to give up the control. 
So if you're thinking, yeah, that makes sense, or you have questions about our discussion today, I'd like you to reach out to me at 866-290-3837. My team will put together some educational materials that I know will be of value, and we'll email them to you or we'll throw them in the mail to you if you prefer. If you have questions, we will answer them. So take the first step, reach out at 866-290-3837. That's 866-290-3837. I want you to stick with us. We're going to be touching on two other forms of creating income. The last one having a bit of a drawback and one that you've probably heard about before, but you need to be careful of. And then we're going to finish up by talking about, hands down, one of the best, I think, and one of the most lucrative ways of being able to try to create income for yourself that gives you so many more advantages than many other types of income-producing strategies. Stick with us. You won't want to leave. You'll want to hear the conclusion of this matter. See you in just a bit. Do you remember the Greek story of Sisyphus? He was the king forced to continually roll an immense boulder up a hill only for it to roll back down every time it neared the top. Baby boomers, you know this story all too well. It's called investing in the stock market. Call now for a free, no-obligation, retirement income kit packed full of easy-to-understand information designed to help you create and maintain steady, predictable retirement income that can never be lost in the market. Call today, 866-290-3837, or download it now, johnsonwim.com. You've worked too long and too hard to keep wasting your time with that stock market boulder. So call right now, 866-290-3837, or visit johnsonwim.com. Thanks for listening to our show today. In retirement, you only get one chance to get it right, and we know that proper information leads to informed decisions. And that's why we hold free informational workshops in our area every month. Topics like Social Security, RMDs, the latest retirement tax strategies, IRAs, estate planning, and so much more. For dates and times of the next free workshop in your area, just pick up the phone. Give us a call today. Call 866-290-3837. That's 866-290-3837. Or visit johnsonwim.com. That's johnsonwim.com. And welcome back to the second half of the Capitalized Life and Retirement. I'm your host, Matthew Johnson, president and owner of Johnson Wealth and Income Management. Hope you're having a wonderful day. So if you're just joining us, today's episode, we're discussing the power of income. You know, the power of income is really that. It's pretty powerful because when you've retired and the paycheck has stopped, you realize that if you have more income than you'll ever need, you're going to be successful in retirement. You're going to be able to do the things that you want to do. You're going to be able to see the things you want to see, go where you want to go. And that's really my definition of retirement success, having more income than you'll ever need. But the big challenge for so many different investors is 
how do I create the income? I've saved all my life. I've, you know, put money away. I've squirreled it away. I've done payroll deductions. Well, we were talking about the possibility of creating income through selling shares. Now, that may sound pretty basic, but sometimes it can have some very devastating results. Because you see, if you're having to sell shares, you're dependent upon the market price of those shares. You know, there's no question that stocks provide dividends, but oftentimes common stock and stock mutual funds are going to be producing dividends of maybe just 2 to 3%. And so unless you have just an enormous retirement program and you really don't need very much to live on, maybe that would be okay. But for most people, we're going to need more than just Social Security and 2 to 3% dividends. We're going to need something a little bit more substantial in order to help us maintain that standard of living, which we know is going to go up through inflation. And we're going to need that income to be able to sustain the new things that come into our life. Maybe it's medication, maybe whatever the case may be. Well, in the first half of the show, we were talking about selling shares and selling shares can be quite a devastating thing because when you're having to sell shares to get income, you are really basically at the mercy of Wall Street. Whatever the share price is, is going to determine how many shares you have to sell. Now, if the stock market is up, your shares are up, well, maybe it's not a big deal. You sell a few shares, move on with life. But what happens if there's a tweet in the middle of the night and now the stock market goes down? What happens if there's more political bantering between two different countries, between China and America, and all of a sudden it has a negative impact on the stock market and the stock market starts to go down. What happens if the feds decide to manipulate interest rates again, kind of like what they did back in December or even October of 2018, and the stock market sells off and we lose 20%. Is that going to have an impact on your retirement savings? You bet it will, especially if you're no longer contributing to that savings and now you're on the distribution phase of life. Because as those share prices go down, you're going to end up cannibalizing or potentially cannibalizing, your principal, you're going to be selling more and more shares. Now, the problem with that is this, that when the market goes back up, if you have sold more and more shares, now you have fewer shares to recover with. And so it makes recovery next to impossible. Not saying it couldn't happen, but it makes it next to impossible. You know, the buy and hold method is really great for a strategy if you're wanting to invest. But let me ask you, when you're in retirement, can you really afford to hold? Most people can't. Most people need the income. They need to be able to draw off from their own retirement savings so that they can augment Social Security. So selling shares, not the most profitable way, I don't think. The second thing that we discussed was annuitization. And annuitization is kind of a scary situation because it is an irrevocable decision. Once you've made that decision, there is no redo button. So potentially you've heard of annuities and annuities can be good. There's good things about annuities, but one of the ways in which annuities can create income is through that of annuitization. And this is very similar to a pension when you think about it. If you make the decision to annuitize, you are giving all of the control. You're giving all of the money that you have in that annuity to the company. And in return, they're producing a check for you every month for either a fixed period of time or potentially for the rest of your life. But the problem becomes the liquidity. See, what happens if you need to get additional money outside of what you're getting for the income each month from that annuity? 
Well, that's kind of a too bad, so sad scenario because now you're in a situation where the company says, you know what, you've given us that money. This money is ours. All you get is the check each month. So annuitization is something that could provide you some level of peace, but it's also going to provide you some level of discomfort because it's going to be taking your money away from you so that you don't have the principal to access if you need it. So if you're thinking, you know, that really does make sense, or if you have questions about today's discussion, I'm going to encourage you to reach out to me. Call our office at 866-290-3837. My staff will put together some educational materials that I know will be of value to you, and we'll email them to you or we'll mail them if you prefer. If you have questions, we will do our best to answer them for you. Take the first step. Reach out at 866-290-3837. Again, that's 866-290-3837. So what's a third potential wrong way to get money? Well, under many annuities, and again, there's several different types. There's variable annuities. There is fixed interest annuities. There's indexed annuities. There's all sorts of different types. Today, you've probably heard of what's called income riders. Now, before any of you decide to start looking through your annuity contract, let me just forewarn you that there's a lot of good annuity contracts out there, but there's also some very dangerous ones, ones that have kind of lurking in the pages, certain provisions that may not be as good or as fun and palatable as you think that they should be. And the reality is, is that income riders could be a good thing for you, but you have to be careful because income riders typically come at a cost. And they are not at all designed in the same way. Every company is going to have their own spin. They're going to have their own costs, their own fees. But let's kind of give you the basics. So an income rider is something that is basically a funny money account. It's a hypothetical account. And typically companies will say, well, you've got two balances. You've got the balance of your base annuity, which could be invested in the stock market, or maybe it's connected somehow to the S&P 500 or some other type of index, and your money's going to grow based upon the performance of what that market does. And maybe we'll give you some of the gains, maybe we'll give you all the gains. It kind of depends upon the company and the contract. But then over here, we're going to give you this income rider. And this income rider is going to be guaranteed to roll up every single year at say six or six and a half or seven or even bigger percentages than that. Sounds pretty good, doesn't it? But the problem is, is that that's not really tangible growth. If you had an income rider that was producing, say, a roll-up of 7%, and your account balance was $170,000, but the base contract of your annuity contract was worth, say, $120,000, well, if you needed money and you decided to cash out your annuity, here's the downside. You're not going to get $170,000. No, chances are you're going to be getting $120,000. So what happened to that other $50,000? Well, you see, that was a hypothetical account. It didn't really exist. It's basically just something that insurance companies have designed so that if the stock market is volatile, you're still going to see your accumulation go up hypothetically on a piece of paper, and you'll potentially get more income from the income rider. But you have to be very, very careful because you see, as with most things that are based around insurance contracts, there is typically going to be a cost, and costs vary. There's some riders out there that cost absolutely nothing. They're very inexpensive. They're free. Or there's some that cost an enormous amount. 
It's not really until we get into your annuity contract and we start to read the contract, which for some is just almost impossible because it's kind of written by lawyers for lawyers, that we then understand that the income rider is maybe not quite what we thought it was going to be. So again, if you have an annuity contract, this is a perfect opportunity to be able to review that annuity contract and really see whether or not it's everything that you thought it was going to be or not. But here's the good news. The good news is that if you're in an annuity contract, chances are there are ways to get you out of that annuity contract, ways that you potentially pull your money and you may have to pay a bit of a haircut to get out. But if it's something that you know is not going to be in your best interest, at least you know you can break free. So let's bring this matter to a conclusion. What is some of the good ways? What is potentially one of the best ways to create income for yourself in retirement? Well, I'm a big proponent of keeping your principles safe, as safe as possible, and living off from that principle. So when it comes to investing money and getting income in retirement, I like to try to be able to coach and steer my clients and educate them on the power of interest and dividends through old-fashioned ways of investing. We call these fixed income investments. Now, there's an entire universe of things, and we don't have time today to be able to talk about all of them. But just for instance, let's look at the lowly old bond. You know, the bond's been around for a very long time, and most people don't understand the bond. You know, they consider that to be kind of an old-fashioned investment. Well, let's see if it may be old-fashioned, but it's still applicable for you today. You see, when you purchase a bond and you own that bond individually, and when I say that, I don't mean a bond fund. That's where an advisor or a broker has sold you something and they've kind of fallen captive to the disease of ease. There's a whole world of downside to bond funds, I believe. But if you own an individually held bond, you're basically investing by contract. And what that means is that when you buy that bond, that bond is going to be paying you a steady stream of income as long as you own the bond. And that bond, when it matures, whether that's five years or 10 years or 15 years down the road, when that bond matures, unless that bond has gotten into trouble and it's defaulted and the company's gone out of business, which doesn't really happen all that often, is something where you're going to receive all of your money back. So you see, you get a steady stream of income, your principal is protected, and when the bond matures, you get your money back. Let's just take something like the preferred. You see, preferred stock has also been around for a very long time. And preferreds are interesting animals because even though it's considered a stock, it functions in a very bond-like fashion. When you buy a preferred, you're going to be getting a dividend income that's stated. So let's say you buy a preferred and it has a dividend of six and three quarter percent. Well, you know that as long as you own that preferred, you're going to be getting paid that six and three quarter percent dividend year after year after year. Well, what happens if you need the principal? Well, it's pretty simple. As long as there's a market for it, sell the position and get all of your money back if you want it. So you see, whether you're talking about income through annuitization or income through selling shares or income through annuitizing, I believe that you give up control and you risk your principal with all of those different things. But when you invest for income the old-fashioned way, income through interest and dividends, now you have a real chance of keeping your principal around as long as you are around. And if your principal is there and you need it, great, you can take it. But if you don't need it, you can simply do what your parents and grandparents taught you to do, which is to live off from the interest and the dividends. And oh, by the way, 
They're not just fuddy-duddy of things. You see, fixed income in the universe, it could provide you anywhere between 4 to maybe even as high as 7% consistently year after year, depending upon how you invested your money. Well, I hope today's discussion has been helpful for you to understand that there is a universe of ways that you can create income for yourself in retirement. And remember, the definition of success in retirement is having more income than you could ever use. And so if you invest wisely, if you invest in the way in which your principal is protected and you can live off from that principal through interest and dividends, you've got a real shot of being successful in your retirement. So if some part of today's discussion really resonated with you and you have questions about today's discussion, you have questions that you want to have answered with regards to something that we discussed, I'm going to encourage you do the right thing and reach out to me at 866-290-3837. My team will put together some materials for you that I know will be of value and we'll email them to you or we'll toss them in the mail if you prefer. If you have questions, I will do my very best to spend a few moments to answer those questions for you. So take the first step. Reach out to us at 866-290-3837. That's 866-290-3837. Well, that's all for today. I appreciate your being here, and I hope that you have a wonderful day. Thanks so much. Blessings to you and your family. Thanks for listening to the Capitalized Life and Retirement Program with Matthew Johnson. Brought to you by the Retirement Income Store. To schedule 15 minutes with Matthew, call 866-290-3837. That's 866-290-3837. Or visit johnsonwim.com. That's johnsonwim.com. 